live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Brian is in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Yeah, so my wife and I, we are both 25 years old. Um, We got roughly $35,000 in debt, um, and that is pretty well just consumed in vehicles. Um, I got a truck, and she got a SUV. Um, We got our first child on the way, and we are just looking for some advice as far as getting out of debt and stopping living paycheck to paycheck. Mm. So you've got 35000 in two separate cars. Can you just break that down for me right quick? Yep. So uh, the truck, we have about twelve five that we owe. Uh-huh. And what whatever the remaining balance is from that is, sure. is what my wife owes on the vehicle. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. And so what's your income? Uh, so our combined income, it varies a little bit because I am full commission um, sales. However, combined, we, we gross roughly 120 a year. Okay, 120 a year. Good for you. That is good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I look at 35000 in cars, I don't think with your income, I'm not like, oh my gosh, you guys are out of control. But I am wondering mm-hmm. where is your income going? And I'm, my first question to you is if you're on a budget or not. <laughs> so we are not. Um, and we actually just started the baby steps. So we paid off. We got our emergency fund. We paid off our smallest debt um, just last week. And so and baby uh, on we way. need to get a budget together um, because <laughs> it's kind of a deal where, you know, every paycheck, it's like, where the heck's our money going? Yeah. yeah. So I think you've got a lot going on in your life. You've got this debt. You want to get it cleared up. You've got a baby coming up. You want to get that cleared up. Um, what I want to tell you is I know you want to get out of debt and that's good. But during this time, what I really want you focused on is just piling up as much money as you possibly can. Until baby comes. Yes, because when the baby gets here, everything's going to be fine. Wife's going to be fine. (laughs) That's the goal, right? Like that's the hope, wish, and want. And so when the baby gets here, everybody's healthy. Then you can take that big chunk of money and attack these cars in order smallest to largest. So we're hit the truck first. You you should have more than enough to pay off her car the day baby comes home from the hospital. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. And, yeah, and, so and put a try and put it, I mean, not her car. Well, either, either car, you, 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 you know, you might have the 22,000, but you definitely have the 12,000 agreed. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So pile it up as big as you can pile it, start your debt snowball hard and fast with that big pile of cash That's is what right. Jade's saying when the baby comes home. In the meantime, I like just having a big pile of cash when a baby's on the way. Yes. And that's kind of what I was wondering is, you know, I don't want the baby to show up and then we have no money. <laughs> yeah. no. Well, I'm not, I'm not worried about you being able to feed the baby. That's You can do that on 120. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just, in right. case there's a, a, a little medical hiccup or something, mm-hmm. you want to concentrate on baby and on mommy, not on debt. That's right. So, yep. you know, having no money with a baby on the way is scary. 
So let's just pile it up. Get right. on that written detailed budget. Use that every dollar app. You and your wife sit uh-huh. down, lay out where every dollar is going to go every month before the month begins. Every dollar has an assignment. Every dollar has a name. Every dollar has a mission. Yeah. You both agree to it. You pinky swear and spit shake and you freaking stick to it. Yeah, because at the very least, you know, you're going to hit that deductible and you're going to have to pay that out of pocket which yep. depending on your insurance could be pretty high if you've got a high deductible plan. So you know you're at least going to hit that with the baby. Yeah, you're going to have that and you know, and we want to pay a car or two off. Yeah. So it would be very cool. And how much money can you save in nine months? Yeah. I mean, $9,000, $10,000, I mean. Hey, let me ask you something about that. So somebody mentioned, if you know you're having a baby, going into the hospital up front, that there's an advantage to going in and paying up front for the delivery cost if you don't have insurance if only if you don't have insurance yeah if you have insurance it's all set it doesn't matter it doesn't change anything because the insurance company's already cut the deal does they it have, have they have a baby cost x deal uh-huh okay the insurance company does but if you've got i don't know in let's just say labor and delivery is twelve thousand bucks as an example i don't mm-hmm. know what it is i haven't paid right. in a long long time but let's just say that's probably about what it is give or take right now and if, if you did not have insurance, which mm-hmm. would be highly unusual in it today's world. It would be. World. That's why I was trying but to get around that. If you did yeah. not have insurance, it is the, it's a very interesting thing with hospitals. It's the only time you go to the hospital that you're glad. <laughs> That's true. So babies are PR, good PR for hospitals. Well, you- People come there and everybody that comes about the baby's happy and the baby's happy. Well, mama's not glad until well, after the Well, I don't mean that, but I mean, it, it is a celebratory <laughs> event. That's right. It's not having your appendix out, okay? <laughs> it's not it, it, It's not having your knee replacement surgery done. It's not your mother died of gallbladder disease there. Sure, it's sure, not sure. that. You know, it's not people go to hospitals to die. It's oh, not that, yeah. right? It's the only time that it's a happy story. That's right. And so hospitals want people to have babies there. Yeah, it's good because it's a good thing for them from a PR <laughs> yeah. perspective. It puts good vibes into the community, right? Mm-hmm. So with all of that in mind, you can go in ahead of time and negotiate and prepay, mm-hmm. uh, and, and they'll cut as much as half off That's pretty in labor and delivery. They probably will do it on other procedures, but they're known for doing it industry-wide yeah. on labor and delivery. So. Which tells us that we're paying too much through insurance, but our insurance is paying it, but we're paying the insurance, and yeah, yeah there we go. But yeah. anyway. The yeah. way mine was, you s- the the doctor's office set up your yeah. whatever your deductible was, and they were like, you pay half now, you pay yep. this much, and then by the time the baby was done, you had already done it. Yep, and, yeah, it, was- and it really wasn't optional. It's a yeah. program, yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, if you're, it, this would have been a while, you know, pre-Obamacare, yeah. as an example, there were uh, people more people walking around yeah, without insurance that's right now they just pay twice as much for it but um but there were more people walking around insurance out insurance in those days mm-hmm. so you could go in and pre-negotiate and um uh i mean we had great success with that back in the day i don't know how that much that would apply today because i don't know how often somebody actually goes into a hospital for labor and delivery without insurance It'd be that's, fairly true. that's true austin is in jackson miss hi austin welcome to the ramsey show Mm. hey austin you're gonna hang on till the next break i just looked up and saw the time mm. sorry about that i'm not gonna try to answer your question in 15 or 20 <laughs> seconds here. yeah that doesn't work at all so i i suspect if you had elective surgeries that were not insurance covered that you probably could also go in ahead of time and say if i prepay 
what kind of deal will you get yes. me? And I'm shopping other locations to do this elective surgery. That's true. Yeah, I that like is. that. I like that. So, I mean, I, even something, again, something that would not be insurance covered mm-hmm. that has not been dictated. But, um, yeah, I suspect you could do that there as well. Because you've got choices then. You yeah. Don't, a, you don't have to do it. B, you certainly don't have to do it there. That's right. And so, again, your walkaway power from a negotiation standpoint is intact. This is The Ramsey Show. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day, half the cost of traditional home security. And my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring at simplysafedirect.com. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Austin is in Jackson, Mississippi. Hey, Austin, how are you? Austin, are you with me? Yep, can you hear me? Yes, sir. How can we help? Uh, I hope you both are doing well today. So I recently, probably within the last few weeks, uh, stumbled upon your content, and I'm just trying to wrap my head around... uh, I have a 6% uh, salary match, uh, 401k, and I'm trying to wrap my head around foregoing that and putting in uh, straight into debt. And if we're looking for an explanation. That's a great it question. Is. It means you're being very thoughtful about all of this. Very well done. Mm-hmm. So what do you do for a living? So I am actually a uh, purchasing manager for a uh, mine. Okay. And so you um, have a degree in business possibly? Yes. Okay. Good. I thought I thought so. Um, so because you're good at you're good at seeing the uh, the math thing right in front of you and going, well, that seems dumb. So here's a couple of things that we discovered. And I, I honestly doing this for 30 years, uh, 25 years ago, I was backing into some of these ideas because I come from the same academic background. But back when the dinosaurs roamed the earth that you came from. OK. Mm-hmm. And so my, my first tendency is to nerd out and fix everything with math. Mm-hmm. But I figured out in personal finance that the data of best practices among millionaires doesn't necessarily follow math all the time. Right. In other words, personal finance is more personal than it is finance. It's more behavior than it is math. Mm-hmm. And so what we've discovered over the year, decades of doing this is – that in, in other words, here's an example: the power of exclusively focusing all of your money energy, your arithmetic energy, on one goal for a short period of time, supersedes the employer match. Yeah. The power of focus, although that's a little bit nebulous and hard to put a math figure to, we've proven that over a decade, getting clear of consumer debt very, very quickly increases the probability that you actually do it number one Mm -hmm. but number two uh it gets you out of debt and frees up then your most powerful wealth building tool which is your income when you bifurcate your focuses meaning you spread them out when you spread out light it merely lights a room when you focus it you can do surgery or manufacture things with it called a laser and what we're doing here is for a short period of time, not an extended period of time, that won't the, the theory doesn't stand up 
and the hypothesis doesn't stand up over a long period of time. But for three years or less, if you forgo a match and forgo, forgo all investing, and in lieu of that, they have this tremendous emotion mm-hmm. and psychological focus on singular goal of becoming debt-free, and then you stay out of debt for the rest of your life, you not only get the match, you get to max out all of these retirements, yeah. and it is ends up being, 15 years later, the shortest path to becoming a millionaire although the short-term math of missing out on that match for someone like you austin or me that was trained in nerd nerdville uh it it, it feels blasphemous doesn't it uh, i understand what you're saying I feel, I feel like i'm stepping over dimes to pick up pennies almost when you take the match you are yeah but I, I get what you're saying it's better to direct my approach towards one thing as opposed to try and spread my avenues out and which hasn't worked for the past however many years i've been going at this yeah let let me give you another example because it's a great discussion for everyone to listen in on this conversation because this comes up a lot and because it there's a real it's a real valid question and a valid discussion but here's the other thing if you don't get out of debt and you don't change your mindset about debt and you languish in consumer debt for 10 years because simultaneously you're trying to invest, then what you've done is you've completely disabled the wealth building mechanism. And so by simply increasing the probability of becoming and staying debt free by shortening the term, you've increased the probability of wealth dramatically. Mm. In other words, you can't half, but do the get out of debt and half butt do the investing thing at the same time and ever get this right yeah you never get clear of it that's Mm -hmm. what ends up happening and so it's a but it's but it man i get tripped up on the math thing it it, here's another the the debt snowball versus i was on a uh, a podcast the other day with a young lady in our space, Erica, very smart lady, and she used the debt avalanche to pay off. She's a lawyer, pay off mm-hmm. her law school debt, and she was talking to me about that. And I said, "Yeah, but you're a highly disciplined valedictorian law student, okay? Yeah. You, you know, you're an unusual human being. Most of us are normal human beings. We have to see the feedback loop of getting the little one paid off and." sensing some success and traction which Mm -hmm. keeps me plugged in the psychological feedback loop supersedes the math change and here's the thing the probability of completing the debt avalanche is one-tenth yeah the probability of completing the debt snowball yes in other words nine out of ten people that start the debt snowball complete it one out of ten on the avalanche completed Mm -hmm. or whatever the number Mm -hmm. is but the the completion probability is not figured into the stupid math equation when someone says, oh, you should pay off the highest interest rate first. I use the dead avalanche, which means you've been on TikTok, not in reality. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. And so, you know, yeah. again, behavior trumps math when you do it on the short term because our behaviors are what caused the debt in the first place. Yeah, I agree. I mean, when I look at it, I think about it, if you look at it as like a football field, right? And let's say debt's in the end zone. If you run straight, you're getting there faster. But if you zigzag a yard here and then zigzag a yard there, and then I'm going to put five over here on this one, it takes you forever, forever yeah. to get to the end zone. That's exactly right. Yeah, running, run, run it straight up the middle. Yeah, all the just, way. You know, and and take the yardage you can get. Take it, and then take, then play the next play. That's right. And then play the next play. Just straight down the middle. Run it up the gut. Run it up the gut. That's what exactly what we're talking about. Um, but the other thing that we don't, even us math nerds. Mm-hmm. 
because this, I, I, you know, I've been teaching it based on behavior for 25, almost mm-hmm. 30 years. So I, I understand it. I believe it. And I've got 10 million people that have done That's it. Right. So yeah. I've got the proof text that I'm right. Yeah. You know, but, but it still messes with my brain. <laughs> That's funny. It didn't, I'll be honest with you. That was the one thing that didn't mess with my brain Yeah, but you're, you, you came out of the music background, the artist background. You just went, this is how to do it. Do it. Yeah, that's, that is true. There's I, one way to play that song. Yeah, and There's this is the way. Ways. Yeah. I mean, it's not that song if you play it two ways. It's a different song. <laughs> that is true. You know, I mean. Yeah. And so th- this, this is, but the math thing is uh, you cannot, and it's the mistake that the financial world has made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of the financial planning world and all of the investing world and all of the insurance world, they try to do everything based exclusively on math in a behavior-based world. Yeah, they forget about mindset. They forget about behavior. Yeah, if we were only doing math, no one would have credit card debt. Facts. Because it's mathematically absurd. If we were only doing math, no one would borrow $250,000 to get a degree in left-handed puppetry. That's, oh, come on, Dave. I know that's right. If we were right. only doing math. <laughs> But this is not about math. No one would go into debt to go to a college campus because they have a good football team. Isn't that funny, Dave, how the math matters? Until it doesn't matter. Right. When we don't want it to matter because we get something, it doesn't matter. But then when it's like, wait, if it's in my favor. If we were doing math, we wouldn't buy a car that has a toxic plastic smell in it called (laughs) new car smell and watch the depreciation happen when we drive it off the lot. That's right. When you hear that sound, when you go off the lot, bloom, bloom, when you break the curb, that was the sound of $10,000 leaving your net worth. (laughs) You know, I mean, but if we were doing math, we would never do that. No. But we smell the toxic smell and go, oh my God, this is wonderful. (laughs) Smell the leather. No, it's not leather. It's it's carcinogens. You're getting cancer right now. I'm just, oh my God. Unbelievable. But yeah, I mean, if we it's were doing math, we wouldn't cents. do almost anything that we stupid human beings do out there. Austin, right. that was a great question. You're you're awesome. Thank you for asking that question. But the answer is don't solve a behavior-based problem with a math-based solution. Ding, ding. This is the Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guaranteed, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. This is a show where we talk about your life. Oh, your life. <laughs> right in front of you. And we unpack all of it. And we're generally really nice about it. I tell you, even if we're tough, it's just because we love you. That's right. And we want you to win. Ben is with us. Ben is in Meridian, Mississippi. Hi, Ben. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. 
Hello, thanks for taking my call. Sure, what's up? So as of this time next week, we will be baby six or baby step six complete. Wahoo. Ding so ding! Look at you, baby step like seven is what that means, right? Etc. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Let me stop. <laughs> he tried to just breeze past that. Oh, wait a minute. You finished baby step six next week. You mean baby step seven? You got your house paid off? We will pay it off next Tuesday or Wednesday when Mr. Schwab gets us our money. Hey. Well, come on, Mr. Schwab. Here we go, baby. Love it. Congratulations, awesome. Ben. How much is the house worth? Uh, worth hopefully about four fifty. Cool. Great. How much in your retirement accounts? Uh, about a hundred and four hundred one k, and then pulling some of these investments in a big savings account to pay it off. All right. Good for you. All right. How's that feel? Uh, palms are sweaty just thinking about it. <laughs> You're gonna love it. If you hate it, you can go get you another mortgage. But you'll be all right. No, I love you. it, man. All right. How can we help you today? So we also have other money set aside for sinking fund. Our house is 15 years old. We expect things like HVAC, water heaters, things like that to come. Is that simple savings account type money or is that investment money? I would not put that as investment money. I think the idea when you know you have things coming up and you want to do sinking funds, that's separate. Even from your you know emergency fund, that's separate. Yeah, you can use the Every Dollar app to create a breakdown of the sinking funds. For instance, let's say you had an emergency fund and then you had a high yield savings account that you dump all the sinking funds into. Mm-hmm. All right. And you say the every dollar app will keep up with, okay, there's $10,000 in there. 4,000 is for air conditioner future. A um, thousand is for Christmas, uh, you know, and so on to where the thousand, the $10,000, none of it is vague. It all has a name in that one high yield savings account you can break it down the every dollar app right that's how that's you do right. it yep you do it as funds the only time i would think about something that's investable is if it was years and years down the line like maybe you have this dream of renovating a room in your house and you know it's five or six or seven years down the line something like that yeah or ben i'll tell you when i did it in addition to that okay so i'm gonna talk sinking this is not a sinking fund this was just extra investing mm-hmm. and i was what i was doing was i was saving to buy my first rental with cash after we went broke and had a house that was paid off. So I just started throwing that in an S&P 500 index mm-hmm. fund. And it would just sit there and churn until there was enough to buy a rental. And then I would throw all the rental income net of expenses and any other money I could find into an index fund That's until right. I had enough money to buy another rental. And then every time I did that, I had more rental income going into there. So it, pretty quick, those houses started buying other houses. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh and rental property started buying other rental properties but that's the only time i did it other than that just a high yield savings yeah. for stuff like air conditioner roof replacement christmas next car uh that kind of stuff i, I would just use a high yield savings yeah. separate from your emergency, emergency fund. fund but you can keep it named mm-hmm. inside of every dollar that's broken right. down yeah that's a really good differential and i think dave you and i were on the show a couple of days back and we talked about that your emergency fund like if you want to have some savings like you know uh sinking fund type stuff that is totally separate from your emergency fund. Your emergency fund is only for actual emergencies. And I would not I keep them put physically those in the separate. same. Yeah, I would not put those in the same uh, account. savings account. No, because otherwise a bass boat will turn into an emergency. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, you know, and I, who says it's not? But it is. But, you know, it's like, of course it is. <laughs> you know, those, those, I need a larger motor. Those bass keep outrunning oh, yeah. me. Yeah, that's, that's it. Right. So they're fast little critters. But um <laughs> So, yeah, that that's the thing. And, you know, I but you look down and you go, hey, the boat I was thinking about, I had $10,000 saved for I, or $25,000. Uh-huh. I really want to buy $5,000 more and reach over and pull it out of the emergency fund. Ooh. 
without even half thinking because but because it's not in the same account it uh-huh. makes it hard to do that it'll keep your butt from doing it that's right it sure will because my wife will amputate my hand if i reach towards <laughs> that account i call that uh you know i call that uncle boo-boo uncle boo-boo yeah that's the we all have an uncle who convinces us to make the worst possible oh, financial decisions the dumb the dumb little guy sitting on your shoulder oh yeah like the little devil on your shoulder oh, yeah. uncle boo-boo yeah, he'll, mm. he'll he'll look at that money together and say, oh, that looks like you have enough money to go to my wedding in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know. <laughs> this sounds like this happened, Jay. Did that really? I know. Look. That, that, that sounds like that really happened. <laughs> Just then, I sensed that you went to a Caribbean yeah. wedding at some point that you wished you hadn't. He I, will I, convince I, you. I saw that. Uncle Boo Boo. <laughs> Uncle Boo Boo is a persuasive sales guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know him yeah. before, but I think I know he him. He sells whole life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> he only buys new cars because he, he thinks they're he, good investments. He owns a payday lender. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah. Uh, James is in Chesapeake, Virginia. Hi, James. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Yeah, so let me give you a little rundown. I'm a I'm 19 years old. I'm an electrician, and I make just over forty thousand dollars a year. Cool. And I course, drive a company vehicle with that as well. Very good. Um, I've had some, uh, I guess, a couple people, but one in particular mentioned about credit cards. I don't have a credit card. Don't intend on getting one, and I guess I should say won't get one. But um, with the credit cards. I've had somebody say that they, when they use them, they're like a fraud protection, not because you need the cash back or for the actual, cause you don't have money and you've got to pay it in advance or, and you don't have the money now, but you could pay it at the end of the month. What is the fraud protection or why is it, I guess, okay to use a credit card because of the fraud protection? There's a lot because of, there, there's a lot of lies card. out there that have been spread about this by people who love credit cards, James. So okay. you can look it up for yourself. It's not hard. If you pull up Visa and MasterCard's fraud protection on their website, both of them use uh-huh. this language, okay? You have a zero liability in the event of fraud for credit card use as fraud. Visa and MasterCard, okay. no MasterCard product, no Visa product of any kind, credit card or debit card, allows someone to misuse your number and the bank charge you for it. So if there's online fraud, if someone steals your number, if someone steals your card and uses it, you are not liable. You have a zero liability with a debit card or a credit card with Visa and you can look it up on their website. Mm-hmm. It's there it has wow. big old big old capital letters, zero liability policy on their agreement, their cardholder agreement. So the idea that a credit card has more fraud protection than a debit card is simply not true. It's someone that doesn't know what they're talking about. Okay. You can look and it up. I, I mean, did. it's not, it's really, you just pull up zero mm-hmm. fraud protection on, on debit card. Debit, it's right there. It pops up anywhere. I mean, Google will put it right in your face. So it's not it's not even hard to research this and find it out. But no. people hear some duber talking about I get airline miles and I get fraud <laughs> protection and no one should ever recommend a debit card because it doesn't have fraud protection. Mm-hmm. And they heard some moron on TikTok say that, and so they believe the moron on TikTok instead of actually looking up the credit card agreement or the debit card agreement. 
it's and it's it's universal in order for it to have the little mastercard or visa symbol on the front of it whether it be a credit card or a debit card mm-hmm. the in, the issuing bank has to abide by the agreement with visa and mastercard and provide a zero liability in the event of fraud there you have it ding ding done yeah yeah it's over i've never had a problem using a debit card and if somebody did for i've never ever had a problem with them giving my money back i've never even had it I mean, I, I get, it gets shut down with the stupid fraud algorithms, but yeah. so the credit cards. Yeah, at I this mean, point, yeah. They, calling, did you make this charge? Yes, I was in Mexico, yes. okay? But, <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I, like, I have to call and tell my, we have to call and notify our bank if we're leaving the country. Because yeah. they immediately assume someone stole our number, right? Yeah. So, But that's just, that's the world we live in because there's fraudsters everywhere. Uh, but, that, but either way, you're protected in the event someone actually did use it we had actually did have somebody hit my card come to think of it and the bank just put the money back instantly Mm -hmm, that's right but um they can wait two or three days but they generally don't yeah this is the ramsey show our scripture of the day proverbs 13 11 dishonest money dwindles away but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow hmm like investing in stuff. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Bob Hope said, a bank is a place that will lend you money if you can prove that you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I miss people like Bob Hope. Oh, I'm so old. I love it. I love it. Wow. All right. Cody is in Montgomery, Alabama. Hi, Cody. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So I'm a 21-year-old college kid, and I'll be graduating this May with zero debt. Way I've, to go. Uh, had... I've had the honor. Well, I have to pay credit to my parents. They've really helped me out with this, and they've seen the uh, the damage that student loans can do. Mm-hmm. Wow, wonderful. So, me and my girlfriend have been together for six years now, and we're both in nursing, and we're projected to graduate together in May. And um, we're expecting to make 120 to 140 our first year combined. You're not combined. You're a girlfriend. Well, yeah, that's to come, though. I plan on getting married before all this is over. When? Um, okay. Like before graduation? My, uh, is that what you're saying? Uh, shortly after. Okay. Good for you. Okay, fun. So, What a great life. My parents, yeah. thank you, my parents are going to allow me to live at home and save all this money so I can adjust to this new job before I jump out and start making a bunch of crazy decisions. And um, my girlfriend, she doesn't really want to do that. She wants to maybe stay at home for six months. I'd like to stay home for a year and save all my money so I can have an accurate down payment on a house. And I wanted to ask you, um, should I put down larger than the 20% that you recommend and put the excess in investments? Or okay, I'm a little bit confused. Are you too. getting married and the two of you moving in with your parents? No. So shortly after grad, well, we're going to live at home separately i mean she lives basically right down the street from me the first year that's my plan she oh, wants so you're not getting months. married right after graduation no it'll be within that year said. though but it'll be within that year if the point of if the point of waiting to get married is so that you can do this house and down payment i that wouldn't no. be a reason for me no I don't, you know what I mean? I feel like what you're trying to do is create like this perfect scenario. You've been scenario. together six yeah. freaking years. You're going to go live in your yeah. mother's basement to save money to be one more year before you actually marry the girl? Yeah. No, not a chance, dude. Y'all go get married. Well, get, you an apart, get you an apartment yeah. this summer. 
Okay. Get married okay. in May, start life in an apartment, start piling up money. If it takes you a year or two, yeah. buy a house. You're going to be making – you're both nurses. Oh, my gosh, it's a wonderful career field. Right. You can work like – you know, as much as you want to work, save up money. Don't worry about a house. You can buy a house after a year, mm-hmm. buy a house after two years. I don't care. You're still going to be 25 years old, be a homeowner and be debt-free, everything but the house. I know, that's right. You'll be very smart and very married. I appreciate it. And I have one more question. Um, we are, we're both, uh, we love the idea of being a travel nurse, and we'd like to do that after about three years of experience. So three years after graduation, we're going to try to go all over the country and do that for about two to three years, should I be renting or should I buy a house before I leave and try to rent it out? I If, if I knew that I was wanting to be a travel nurse and travel all around the world, even more reason to just get an apartment and hang out there until you're ready to settle. Yeah, I wouldn't buy while you're traveling. If you're going to travel for three years, why don't you do that early? Why do you have to wait? you have to have experience to do that? Yeah, the field mm-hmm. usually requires one to two years. Some of the rules have changed with COVID, but that's still what yeah, we're Yeah, with seeing. the nursing shortage after the Fauci pandemic, that's a thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's real. I mean, the nurses, it was, whew, man, we had some nurses coming in here. We had one lady. You remember that lady? I don't remember if you were on the air with me or who was. did a debt-free scream. It was a travel nurse, and she made like, I mean, COVID year. Oh, yeah. She made like 550 grand. Woo! In one year. Yeah. She worked all the OT, and they were paying like triple time mm-hmm. because, I mean, wow. they Because you guys, yeah. I mean, you were, the, you were the hot commodity then, and you are still because there's now a shortage because so many people left over, uh, uh, you know, vaccine requirements, mask yeah. requirements, other things. They left the industry. They got out of it, and so now right. there's a shortage, mm-hmm. and now the hospitals have this weird – thing they forgot that they ran all their talent off and um, (laughs) now they're oh god we were stupid who knew Mm -hmm. but um yeah we were requiring everyone to be vaccinated and people didn't want to do it and so we fired them oh yeah that's us yeah (laughs) and um wow okay yeah so i if you can go on the road the sooner you can go on the road and make bank i would call that your early adventure yeah two of you get married may pass your bars and go on the road Mm -hmm. and go make three or four hundred between the two of you not 120 between the two of that you. beats mama's basement all day <laughs> ding ding <laughs> you know gotta tell you beating mama's basement is a low bar though <laughs> hey it comes with free meals <laughs> that, that is still a low bar love mom love you mama love you mama not coming all right mama and them that's a southern thing <laughs> that's right, right. There. that's all right. right tracy is with us in portland oregon hi tracy welcome to the ramsey show Hey, Dave and Jade, it's so good to talk to you both. You too. What's I up? I need some, thank you. I need some more shot, Ramsey, math magic, please. Let's go. We'll give it a shot. Okay. So here's my background. Um, in April of 2022, I purchased a home in New Mexico. However, due to medical reasons, I had to return to Oregon and I'll be staying here. So as of now, the home is with a property management business and it's currently rented short term. And um, so here's the numbers I have for you. I purchased it for 380000 with 120 down at 4.9% in April of last year. It's currently valued, just looking online at Zillow, for 60000 less than what I paid for it already. Ah, uh, Zillow's not dependable. Up, I know. What city are yeah, you in? I, I get it. Uh, Alamogordo, which it's out in the middle of nowhere, but there is a military base nearby. Mm. I put a, a 50K in upgrades, and my question is, should I sell it? or leave it as a rental in hopes that it continues to be occupied or sell it at a really big loss. And it rents for two, uh, 
twenty five hundred a month. My mortgage is seventeen hundred a month. So with the property management fee, that gives me about five fifty. I'm not looking to make money. I just want to break even, but it doesn't look like I, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, number one, I, I want to get better facts. So what okay. I would do is go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Ramsey Trusted Real Estate Agents, the endorsed local providers. Have one of them go do a comparative market analysis, a CMA on it, which is basically a realtor appraisal, mm-hmm. and let's find out what the house right. is really worth and find right. out find out if the bloodbath you think you have is really real <laughs> because that yeah. changes everything. I mean, you're, you think you're going to lose 50000 Turns out you're going to lose 5000 right. it changes the discussion right mm-hmm. right and so yeah 5000 i'm out of here uh make 5000 i'm out of here okay but right. generally speaking nationwide houses have not dropped that much yeah what do we think would have if this is true what do we think would have caused that other than you overpaying then she overpaid. initially she got in she got in the fever and overpaid you got in the tail. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe I did. Maybe I did because I sold my house here in Portland to move down there and made a killing. So, I mean, people were doing the same thing on that end. Is they were getting what mm-hmm. they could for the houses, and there wasn't much of a market. So, I had to buy a house at the time. Yeah. So I didn't buy it where it was. It was valued. It appraised at that. I had to go through the VA, so it appraised at that. So, but well, it's just the market has fallen there. And it's it's possible that a unique really micro market, the the macro market nationwide has not dropped, right. but the uh, some of the individual markets have, and some of the individual markets have increased still substantially because there's still shortage of housing. Mm-hmm. So um, it's possible that, but I, I would want to do something more than Zillow to make the decision. I'd want solid info. So yeah, Zillow, get, get a good trips. Ramsey real estate agent, a good Ramsey trusted real estate agent to go out there and walk you through this and and they'll tell you you know Mm -hmm. i think if you hold on six months this market will rebound based on things that are happening in that local economy i don't know no i definitely wouldn't listen to zillow (laughs) but um well i mean not as my sole arbitrator i mean it might be accurate sometimes it is but it's just not it it, they use algorithms Mm -hmm. they're not using actual cmas and so it's not slamming zillow it's just a matter of i get it it's a mass produced thing so anyway look at that and and then decide if you can stomach the loss or not and if you want to there's not a wrong answer unless unless it's putting you in a pinch today this is the ramsey show we'll be back with you before you know it in the meantime remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace and that's to walk daily with the prince of peace christ jesus What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.